The Book of Alma, chapters 29 through 32 of the Book of Mormon. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Corey Osborne. The Book of Mormon, translated by Joseph Smith. Alma, chapters 29 through 32. Chapter 29. Oh, that I were an angel, and could have the wish of mine heart, that I might go forth and speak with the trump of God, with a voice to shake the earth, and cry repentance unto every people. Yea, I would declare unto every soul, as with the voice of thunder, repentance, and the plan of redemption, that they should repent and come unto our God, that there might not be more sorrow upon all the face of the earth. But, behold, I am a man, and do sin in my wish, for I ought to be content with the things which the Lord hath allotted unto me. I ought not to harrow up in my desires the firm decree of a just God, for I know that he granteth unto men according to their desire, whether it be unto death or unto life. Yea, I know that he allotteth unto men, yea, decreeth unto them decrees which are unalterable according to their wills, whether they be unto salvation or unto destruction. Yea, and I know that good and evil hath come before all men. He that knoweth not good from evil is blameless. But he that knoweth good and evil, to him it is given according to his desires, whether he desireth good or evil, life or death, joy or remorse of conscience. Now, seeing that I know these things, why should I desire more than to perform the work to which I have been called? Why should I desire that I were an angel, that I could speak unto all the ends of the earth. For behold, the Lord doth grant unto all nations, of their own nation and tongue, to teach his word, yea, in wisdom, all that he seeth fit that they should have. Therefore we see that the Lord doth counsel in wisdom, according to that which is just and true. I know that which the Lord hath commanded me, and I glory in it. I do not glory of myself, but I glory in that which the Lord hath commanded me. Yea, and this is my glory, that perhaps I may be an instrument in the hands of God to bring some soul to repentance, and this is my joy. And behold, when I see many of my brethren truly penitent and coming to the Lord their God, then is my soul filled with joy, then do I remember what the Lord has done for me, yea, even that he hath heard my prayer. Yea, then do I remember his merciful arm which he extended towards me. Yea, and I also remember the captivity of my fathers, for I surely do know that the Lord did deliver them out of bondage, and by this did establish his church, yea, the Lord God, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, did deliver them out of bondage. Yea, I have always remembered the captivity of my fathers, and that same God who delivered them out of the hands of the Egyptians did deliver them out of bondage. Yea, and that same God did establish his church among them. Yea, and that same God hath called me by a holy calling to preach the word unto this people, and hath given me much success, in the which my joy is full. But I do not joy in my own success alone, but my joy is more full because of the success of my brethren, who have been up to the land of Nephi. Behold, they have labored exceedingly, and have brought forth much fruit, and how great shall be their reward! Now when I think of the success of these my brethren, my soul is carried away. 
even to the separation of it from the body, as it were, so great is my joy. And now may God grant unto these my brethren, that they may sit down in the kingdom of God, yea, and also all those who are the fruit of their labors, that they may go no more out, but that they may praise him for ever. And may God grant that it may be done according to my words, even as I have spoken. Amen. Alma chapter 30 Behold, now it came to pass, that after the people of Ammon were established in the land of Jershon, yea, and also after the Lamanites were driven out of the land, and their dead were buried by the people of the land, now their dead were not numbered because of the greatness of their numbers, neither were the dead of the Nephites numbered. But it came to pass, after they had buried their dead, and also after the days of fasting, and mourning, and prayer, and it was in the sixteenth year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi, there began to be continual peace throughout all the land. Yea, and the people did observe to keep the commandments of the Lord, and they were strict in observing the ordinances of God, according to the law of Moses, for they were taught to keep the law of Moses until it should be fulfilled. And thus the people did have no disturbance in all the sixteenth year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi. And it came to pass, in the commencement of the seventeenth year of the reign of the judges, there was continual peace. But it came to pass, in the latter end of the seventeenth year, there came a man into the land of Zarahemla, and he was Antichrist, for he began to preach unto the people against the prophecies which had been spoken by the prophets concerning the coming of Christ. Now there was no law against a man's belief, for it was strictly contrary to the commands of God that there should be a law which should bring men on to unequal grounds. For thus saith the Scripture, Choose ye this day whom ye will serve. Now if a man desired to serve God it was his privilege, or, rather, if he believed in God, it was his privilege to serve him. But if he did not believe in him, there was no law to punish him. But if he murdered, he was punished unto death. And if he robbed, he was also punished. And if he stole, he was also punished. And if he committed adultery, he was also punished. Yea, for all this wickedness they were punished. For there was a law that men should be judged according to their crimes. Nevertheless, there was no law against a man's belief. Therefore, a man was punished only for the crimes which he had done. Therefore, all men were on equal grounds. And this Antichrist, whose name was Korihor, and the law could have no hold upon him, began to preach unto the people that there should be no Christ. And after this manner did he preach, saying, O ye that are bound down under a foolish and a vain hope, why do ye yoke yourselves with such foolish things? Why do ye look for a Christ? For no man can know of anything which is to come. Behold these things which ye call prophecies, which ye say are handed down by holy prophets. Behold, they are foolish traditions of your fathers. How do ye know of their surety? Behold, ye cannot know of things which ye do not see. Therefore ye cannot know that there shall be a Christ. You look forward and say that ye see a remission of your sins. But behold, it is the effect of a frenzied mind, and this derangement of your minds comes because of the traditions of your fathers, which lead you away into a belief of things which are not so. And many more such things did he say unto them, telling them that there could be no atonement made for the sins of men, but every man fared in this life, according to the management of the creature, 
Therefore every man prospered according to his genius, and that every man conquered according to his strength, and whatsoever a man did was no crime, and thus he did preach unto them, leading away the hearts of many, causing them to lift up their heads in their wickedness, yea, leading away many women, and also men, to commit whoredoms, telling them that when a man was dead that was the end thereof. Now this man went over to the land of Jershon also, to preach these things among the people of Ammon, who were once the people of the Lamanites. But behold, they were more wise than many of the Nephites, for they took him and bound him, and carried him before Ammon, who was a high priest over that people. And it came to pass that he caused that he should be carried out of the land. And he came over into the land of Gideon, and began to preach unto them also. And here he did not have much success, for he was taken and bound and carried before the high priest, and also the chief judge over the land. And it came to pass that the high priest said unto him, Why do ye go about perverting the ways of the Lord? Why do ye teach this people that there shall be no Christ, to interrupt their rejoicings? Why do ye speak against all the prophecies of the holy prophets? Now the high priest's name was Gidona, and Korihor said unto him, because i do not teach the foolish traditions of your fathers and because i do not teach this people to bind themselves down under the foolish ordinances and performances which are laid down by ancient priests to usurp power and authority over them to keep them in ignorance that they may not lift up their heads but be brought down according to thy words ye say this people is a free people behold i say they are in bondage Ye say that these ancient prophecies are true. Behold, I say that ye do not know that they are true. Ye say that this people is a guilty and a fallen people, because of the transgression of a parent. Behold, I say that a child is not guilty because of its parents. And ye also say that Christ shall come. But behold, I say that ye do not know that there shall be a Christ. And ye say also that he shall be slain for the sins of the world. And thus ye lead away this people after the foolish traditions of your fathers, and according to your own desires. And ye keep them down, even as it were in bondage, that ye may glut yourselves with the labors of their hands, that they durst not look up with boldness, that they durst not enjoy their rights and privileges. Yea, they durst not make use of that which is their own, lest they should offend their priests, who do yoke them according to their desires, and have brought them to believe by their traditions and their dreams and their whims and their visions and their pretended mysteries that they should if they did not according to their words offend some unknown being who they say is god a being who has never been seen or known who never was nor ever will be now when the high priest and the chief judge saw the hardness of his heart Yea, when they saw that he would revile even against God, they would not make any reply to his words, but they caused that he should be bound, and they delivered him up into the hands of the officers, and sent him to the land of Zarahemla, that he might be brought before Alma, and the chief judge, who was governor over all the land. And it came to pass that when he was brought before Alma and the chief judge, he did go on in the same manner as he did in the land of Gideon, Yea, he went on to blaspheme. 
and he did rise up in great swelling words before alma and did revile against the priests and teachers accusing them of leading away the people after the silly traditions of their fathers for the sake of glutting on the labors of the people now alma said unto him thou knowest that we do not glut ourselves upon the labors of this people for behold i have labored even from the commencement of the reign of the judges until now with mine own hands for my support notwithstanding my many travels round about the land to declare the word of god unto my people and notwithstanding the many labors which i have performed in the church i have never received so much as even one senine for my labor neither has any of my brethren save it were in the judgment seat and then we have received only according to law for our time and now if we do not receive anything for our labors in the church what doth it profit us to labor in the church save it were to declare the truth that we may have rejoicings in the joy of our brethren then why sayest thou that we preach unto this people to get gain when thou of thyself knowest that we receive no gain and now believest thou that we deceive this people that causes such joy in their hearts and korihor answered him yea and then alma said unto him believest thou that there is a god and he answered nay now alma said unto him will ye deny again that there is a god and also deny the christ for behold i say unto you i know there is a god and also that christ shall come and now what evidence have ye that there is no god or that christ cometh not i say unto you that ye have none save it be your word only but behold i have all things as a testimony that these things are true and ye also have all things as a testimony unto you that they are true and will ye deny them believest thou that these things are true behold i know that thou believest but thou art possessed with a lying spirit and ye have put off the spirit of god that it may have no place in you but the devil has power over you and he doth carry you about working devices that he may destroy the children of god and now korihor said unto alma if thou wilt show unto me a sign that i may be convinced that there is a god yea show unto me that he hath power then will i be convinced of the truth of thy words but alma said unto him thou hast had signs enough will ye tempt your god will ye say show unto me a sign when ye have the testimony of all these thy brethren and also all the holy prophets the scriptures are laid before thee yea and all things denote that there is a god yea even the earth and all things that are upon the face of it yea and its motion yea and also the planets which move in their regular form do witness that there is a supreme creator and yet do ye go about leading away the hearts of this people testifying unto them that there is no god and yet will ye deny against all these witnesses and he said yea i will deny except ye show me a sign and now it came to pass that alma said unto him behold i am grieved because of the hardness of your heart yea that ye will still resist the spirit of the truth that thy soul may be destroyed but behold it is better that thy soul should be lost than thou shouldst be the means of bringing many souls down to destruction by thy lying and by thy flattering words therefore if thou shalt deny again behold god shall smite thee that thou shalt become dumb that thou shalt never open thy mouth any more 
that thou shalt not deceive this people any more. Now Korhor said unto him, I do not deny the existence of a god, but I do not believe that there is a god. And I say also that ye do not know that there is a god, and except ye show me a sign I will not believe. Now Alma said unto him, This will I give unto thee for a sign, thou shalt be struck dumb according to my words, and I say that in the name of God ye shall be struck dumb, that ye shall have no more utterance. Now when Alma had said these words, Korhor was struck dumb, that he could not have utterance according to the words of Alma. And now when the chief judge saw this, he put forth his hand and wrote unto Korhor, saying, Art thou convinced of the power of God? And whom did ye desire that Alma should show forth his sign? Would ye that he should afflict others to show unto thee a sign? Behold, he has showed unto you a sign, and now will ye dispute more? And Korhor put forth his hand and wrote, saying, I know that I am dumb, for I cannot speak, and I know that nothing save it were the power of God could bring this upon me. Yea, and I always knew that there was a God. But behold, the devil hath deceived me, for he appeared unto me in the form of an angel, and said unto me, Go and reclaim this people, for they have all gone astray after an unknown God. And he said unto me, There is no God. Yea, and he taught me that which I should say. And I have taught his words, and I taught them because they were pleasing unto the carnal mind. And I taught them, even until I had much success, insomuch that I verily believed that they were true. And for this cause I withstood the truth, even until I have brought this great curse upon me. And now when he had said this, he besought that Alma should pray unto God, that the curse might be taken from him. But Alma said unto him, If this curse should be taken from thee, thou wouldst again lead away the hearts of this people. Therefore it shall be unto thee, even as the Lord will. And it came to pass that the curse was not taken off of Korihor, but he was cast out, and he went about from house to house begging for his food. Now the knowledge of what had happened unto Korihor was immediately published throughout all the land, yea, the proclamation was sent forth by the chief judge to all the people in the land, declaring unto those who had believed in the words of Korihor that they must speedily repent, lest the same judgments should come upon them. And it came to pass that they were all convinced of the wickedness of Korihor. Therefore they were all converted again unto the Lord, and this put an end to the iniquity after the manner of Korihor. And Korihor did go about from house to house, begging food for his support. And it came to pass that as he went forth among the people, yea, among a people who had separated themselves from the Nephites, and called themselves Zoramites, being led by a man whose name was Zoram, and as he went forth amongst them, behold, he was run upon, and trodden down, even until he was dead. And thus we see the end of him who perverteth the ways of the Lord. And thus we see that the devil will not support his children at the last day, but doth speedily drag them down to hell. Alma chapter 31 Now it came to pass that after the end of Korihor, Alma, having received tidings that the Zoramites were perverting the ways of the Lord, and that Zoram, who was their leader, was leading the hearts of the people to bow down to dumb idols, his heart again began to sicken because of the iniquity of the people. 
for it was the cause of great sorrow to alma to know of iniquity among his people therefore his heart was exceedingly sorrowful because of the separation of the zoramites from the nephites now the zoramites had gathered themselves together in the land which they called antionum which was east of the land of zarahemla which lay nearly bordering upon the seashore which was south of the land of jershon which also bordered upon the wilderness south which wilderness was full of the lamanites now the nephites greatly feared that the zoramites would enter into a correspondence with the lamanites and that it would be the means of great loss on the part of the nephites and now as the preaching of the word had a great tendency to lead the people to do that which was just yea it had more powerful effect upon the minds of the people than the sword or anything else which had happened unto them therefore alma thought it was expedient that they should try the virtue of the word of god therefore he took ammon and aaron and omner and him nigh he did leave in the church in zarahemla but the former three he took with him and also amulek and zeezrom who were at melech and he also took two of his sons now the eldest of his sons he took not with him and his name was helaman but the names of those he took with him were shiblon and coriantin and these are the names of those who went with him among the zoramites to preach unto them the word now the zoramites were dissenters from the nephites therefore they had had the word of god preached unto them but they had fallen into great errors for they would not observe to keep the commandments of god and his statutes according to the law of moses neither would they observe the performances of the church to continue in prayer and supplication to god daily that they might not enter into temptation yea and fine they did pervert the ways of the lord in very many instances therefore for this cause alma and his brethren went into the land to preach the word unto them now when they had come into the land behold to their astonishment they found that the zoramites had built synagogues and that they did gather themselves together on one day of the week which day they did call the day of the lord and they did worship after a manner which alma and his brethren had never beheld for they had a place built up in the centre of their synagogue a place for standing which was high above the head and the top thereof would only admit one person therefore whosoever desired to worship must go forth and stand upon the top thereof and stretch forth his hands towards heaven and cry with a loud voice saying holy holy god we believe that thou art god and we believe that thou art holy and that thou wast a spirit and that thou art a spirit and that thou wilt be a spirit for ever holy god we believe that thou hast separated us from our brethren and we do not believe in the tradition of our brethren which was handed down to them by the childishness of their fathers but we believe that thou hast elected us to be thy holy children and also that thou hast made it known unto us that there shall be no christ but thou art the same yesterday today and for ever and thou hast elected us that we shall be saved whilst all around us are elected to be cast by thy wrath down to hell for the which holiness o god we thank thee and we also thank thee that thou hast elected us that we may not be led away after the foolish traditions of our brethren which doth bind them down to a belief of christ which doth lead their hearts to wander far from thee our god and again we thank thee o god that we are a chosen and a holy people amen now it came to pass that after alma and his brethren and his sons had heard these prayers 
they were astonished beyond all measure. For behold, every man did go forth and offer up these same prayers. Now the place was called by them Ramiumptum, which, being interpreted, is the holy stand. Now from this stand they did offer up, every man, the selfsame prayer unto God, thanking their God that they were chosen of him, and that he did not lead them away after the tradition of their brethren, and that their hearts were not stolen away to believe in things to come, which they knew nothing about. Now after the people had all offered up thanks after this manner, they returned to their homes, never speaking of their God again until they had assembled themselves together again to the holy stand, to offer up thanks after their manner. Now when Alma saw this, his heart was grieved, for he saw that they were a wicked and a perverse people. Yea, he saw that their hearts were set upon gold, and upon silver, and upon all manner of fine goods. Yea, and he also saw that their hearts were lifted up unto great boasting, in their pride. And he lifted up his voice to heaven, and cried, saying, Oh, how long, O Lord, wilt thou suffer that thy servants shall dwell here below in the flesh, to behold such gross wickedness among the children of men? Behold, O God, they cry unto thee, and yet their hearts are swallowed up in their pride. Behold, O God, they cry unto thee with their mouths, while they are puffed up, even to greatness, with the vain things of the world. Behold, O my God, their costly apparel and their ringlets, and their bracelets, and their ornaments of gold, and all their precious things which they are ornamented with. And behold, their hearts are set upon them, and yet they cry unto thee, and say, We thank thee, O God, for we are a chosen people unto thee, while others shall perish. Yea, and they say that thou hast made it known unto them that there shall be no Christ. O Lord God, how long wilt thou suffer that such wickedness and infidelity shall be among this people? O Lord, wilt thou give me strength, that I may bear with mine infirmities? For I am infirm, and such wickedness among this people doth pain my soul. O Lord, my heart is exceedingly sorrowful, wilt thou comfort my soul in Christ? O Lord, wilt thou grant unto me that I may have strength, that I may suffer with patience these afflictions which shall come upon me because of the iniquity of this people? O Lord, wilt thou comfort my soul, and give unto me success, and also my fellow-laborers who are with me, yea, Ammon, and Aaron, and Omner, and also Amulek, and Zeezrom, and also my two sons, yea, even all these wilt thou comfort, O Lord, yea, wilt thou comfort their souls in Christ. Wilt thou grant unto them that they may have strength, that they may bear their afflictions which shall come upon them because of the iniquities of this people. O Lord, wilt thou grant unto us that we may have success in bringing them again unto thee in Christ. Behold, O Lord, their souls are precious, and many of them are our brethren. Therefore give unto us, O Lord, power and wisdom, that we may bring these, our brethren, again unto thee. Now it came to pass that when Alma had said these words, that he clapped his hands upon all them who were with him. And behold, as he clapped his hands upon them, they were filled with the Holy Spirit, and after that they did separate themselves one from another, taking no thought for themselves what they should eat, or what they should drink, or what they should put on. And the Lord provided for them that they should hunger not, neither should they thirst. Yea, and he also gave unto them strength, that they should suffer no manner of afflictions, save it were swallowed up in the joy of Christ.
now this was according to the prayer of alma and this because he prayed in faith alma chapter thirty two and it came to pass that they did go forth and began to preach the word of god unto the people entering into their synagogues and into their houses yea and even they did preach the word in their streets and it came to pass that after much labor among them they began to have success among the poor class of the people for behold they were cast out of the synagogues because of the coarseness of their apparel therefore they were not permitted to enter into their synagogues to worship god being esteemed as filthiness therefore they were poor yea they were esteemed by their brethren as dross therefore they were poor as to the things of the world and also they were poor in heart now as alma was teaching and speaking unto the people upon the hill oneida there came a great multitude unto him who are those of whom we have been speaking of whom were poor in heart because of their poverty as to the things of the world and they came unto alma and the one who was foremost among them said unto him behold what shall these my brethren do for they are despised of all men because of their poverty yea and more especially by our priests for they have cast us out of our synagogues which we have labored abundantly to build with our own hands and they have cast us out because of our exceeding poverty and we have no place to worship our god and behold what shall we do and now when alma heard this he turned him about his face immediately towards him and he beheld with great joy for he beheld that their afflictions had truly humbled them and that they were in a preparation to hear the word therefore he did say no more to the other multitude but he stretched forth his hand and cried unto those whom he beheld who were truly penitent and said unto them i behold that ye are lowly in heart and if so blessed are ye behold thy brother hath said what shall we do for we are cast out of our synagogues that we cannot worship our god behold i say unto you do ye suppose that ye cannot worship god save it be in your synagogues only moreover i would ask do ye suppose that ye must not worship god only once in a week i say unto you it is well that ye are cast out of your synagogues that ye may be humble and that ye may learn wisdom for it is necessary that ye should learn wisdom for it is because that ye are cast out that ye are despised of your brethren because of your exceeding poverty that ye are brought to a lowliness of heart for ye are necessarily brought to be humble and now because ye are compelled to be humble blessed are ye for a man sometimes if he is compelled to be humble seeketh repentance and now surely whosoever repenteth shall find mercy and he that findeth mercy and endureth to the end the same shall be saved and now as i said unto you that because you are compelled to be humble you are blessed do you not suppose that they are more blessed who truly humble themselves because of the word yea he that humbleth himself and repenteth of his sins and endureth to the end the same shall be blessed yea much more blessed than they who are compelled to be humble because of their exceeding poverty therefore blessed are they who humble themselves without being compelled to be humble or rather in other words blessed is he that believeth in the word of god and is baptized without stubbornness of heart yea without being brought to know the word or even compelled to know before they will believe yea there are many who do say if thou wilt show unto us a sign from heaven then we shall know of a surety then we shall believe now i ask is this faith behold i say unto you nay 
for if a man knoweth a thing he hath no cause to believe for he knoweth it and now how much more cursed is he that knoweth the will of god and doeth it not than he that only believeth or only hath cause to believe and falleth into transgression now of this thing ye must judge behold i say unto you that it is on the one hand even as it is on the other and it shall be unto every man according to his work and now as i said concerning faith faith is not to have a perfect knowledge of things therefore if ye have faith ye hope for things which are not seen which are true and now behold i say unto you and i would that ye should remember that god is merciful unto all who believe on his name therefore he desireth in the first place that ye should believe yea even on his word and now he imparteth his word by angels unto men yea not only men but women also now this is not all little children do have words given unto them many times which confound the wise and the learned and now my beloved brethren as ye have desired to know of me what ye shall do because ye are afflicted and cast out now i do not desire that ye should suppose that i mean to judge you only according to that which is true for i do not mean that ye all of you have been compelled to humble yourselves for i verily believe that there are some among you who would humble themselves let them be in whatsoever circumstances they might now as i said concerning faith that it was not a perfect knowledge even so it is with my words ye cannot know of their surety at first unto perfection any more than faith is a perfect knowledge but behold if you will awake and arouse your faculties even to an experiment upon my words and exercise a particle of faith yea even if you can no more than desire to believe let this desire work in you even until you believe in a manner that ye can give place for a portion of my words now we will compare the word unto a seed now if ye give place that a seed may be planted in your heart behold if it be a true seed or a good seed if ye do not cast it out by your unbelief that ye will resist the spirit of the lord behold it will begin to swell within your breasts and when you feel these swelling motions you will begin to say within yourselves it must needs be that this is a good seed or that the word is good for it beginneth to enlarge my soul yea it beginneth to enlighten my understanding yea it beginneth to be delicious to me and behold would not this increase your faith i say unto you yea nevertheless it hath not grown up to a perfect knowledge but behold as the seed swelleth and sprouteth and beginneth to grow then you must needs say that the seed is good for behold it swelleth and sprouteth and beginneth to grow and now behold will not this strengthen your faith yea it will strengthen your faith for ye will say i know that this is a good seed for behold it sprouteth and beginneth to grow and now behold are ye sure that this is a good seed i say unto you yea for every seed bringeth forth after its own likeness therefore if a seed groweth it is good but if it groweth not behold it is not good therefore it is cast away and now behold because ye have tried the experiment and planted the seed and it swelleth and sprouteth and beginneth to grow ye must needs know that the seed is good and now behold is your knowledge perfect yea your knowledge is perfect in that thing and your faith is dormant and this because ye know for ye know that the word hath swelled your souls 
and ye also know that it hath sprouted up that your understanding doth begin to be enlightened and your mind doth begin to expand oh then is not this real i say unto you yea because it is light and whatsoever is light is good because it is discernible therefore ye must know that it is good and now behold after ye have tasted this light is your knowledge perfect behold i say unto you nay neither must ye lay aside your faith for ye have only exercised your faith to plant the seed that ye may try the experiment to know if the seed was good and behold as a tree beginneth to grow ye will say let us nourish it with great care that it may get root that it may grow up and bring forth fruit unto us and now if ye nourish it with much care it will get root and grow up and bring forth fruit but if ye neglect the tree and take no thought for its nourishment behold it will not get any root and when the heat of the sun cometh and scorcheth it because it hath no root it withers away and ye pluck it up and cast it out now this is not because the seed was not good neither is it because the fruit thereof would not be desirable but it is because your ground is barren and you will not nourish the tree therefore ye cannot have the fruit thereof and thus if you will not nourish the word looking forward with an eye of faith to the fruit thereof ye can never pluck the fruit of the tree of life but if you will nourish the word yea nourish the tree as it beginneth to grow by your faith with great diligence and with patience looking forward to the fruit thereof it shall take root and behold it shall be a tree springing up unto everlasting life and because of your diligence and your faith and your patience with the word in nourishing it that it may take root in you behold by and by ye shall pluck the fruit thereof which is most precious which is sweet above all that is sweet and which is white above all that is white yea and pure above all that is pure and ye shall feast upon this fruit even until ye are filled that ye hunger not neither shall ye thirst then my brethren ye shall reap the rewards of your faith and your diligence and patience and long-suffering waiting for the tree to bring forth fruit unto you end of the book of alma chapters twenty nine through thirty two